Hey friends, and welcome back to another episode of Thriving Thoughts. I'm your host, Dr. Sherry. Welcome back to the second in a three-part mini-series on redeeming the time. If you missed the first episode, go back and take a listen to the episode from last Friday. And I'm so excited for this episode today. Let me tell you, when I dig into this stuff and I come and I want to I want to share valuable information with you, I get so much joy and enthusiasm and it's invigorating for me to learn to collect my thoughts and then to bring them to you. So I know that you are going to be just as encouraged today as I have been and still am. I'm going to have some new revelations probably as we go through this. But today I want to talk about being deliberate. The first episode in this series, we talked about the importance of not wasting time. We talked about how there are things that we know exist in our lives that shouldn't be there. But this week, I want to switch your focus. I want to switch your focus to being deliberate about having something present in your life, being deliberate to redeem the time, not to get rid of of the things that waste your time. No, not to focus there, but to focus on inviting a deliberate practice of redeeming the time. And so today I want to share with you five practical daily lessons, tips that you can implement right now to start being more deliberate. And as you become deliberate, you become less wasteful. In other words, you start to redeem the time. You start to buy back some of the time that you have allowed to be stolen so that you can have that ultimate fulfillment and purpose that we're going to talk about bigger picture stuff in the third and final part of this mini series on redeeming the time. Number one, I want to talk about eating. How many times have you said to yourself, I don't have time to eat right. Oh, I'll just grab something on the fly. I'll run into 7-Eleven or Circle K or Sheets, whatever's nearby you, and I'll grab something. We spend a lot of energy wasting time. And what happens when we aren't deliberate about what we're eating? Well, probably going to spend more money because we're going to buy things of convenience and convenience has an increased cost to it. We're also likely to make less healthy choices for ourselves. Oh, I'll just hit the drive through Oh, I'll just grab this frozen pizza. What will happen in your life if you decided to be more deliberate about what you eat? I bet you would plan more. I bet you would dedicate more time to preparing more. I bet you would have a broader, richer food experience because you'd be thinking about what you can make, planning ahead, maybe menu planning. And deliberate people, they don't go to the grocery store hungry. You know why? Because when you go to the grocery store hungry, you know, I know, our brains, our minds are drawn to things that are going to give us that instant gratification, the simple carbs, the chips, the sugars, the treats, the snacks. We're going to put all of these unhealthy things in our cart just because we want them right now. Nine times out of 10, you're going to break open one of those treats or goodies on the drive home and start to 
shoved them in your face, eating less healthy than you would normally if you were deliberate, if you planned. So what does that look like for you? Do you need to make a grocery list? You know, you can put it in your phone. You don't even have to write it on traditional paper. There are even grocery apps. Do you need to be deliberate when you use the last of the mustard to write mustard on the list? Do you need to be deliberate to carve out time to prepare an evening meal? Even if it's not every night of the week, how about starting with two nights of the week? How can you be more deliberate? What types of foods should you be deliberate about bringing into your home? And what types of foods should you be deliberate about not bringing into your home? Making it a little extra hard for you to get that Krispy Kreme donut, for example. Instead of buying it from the grocery store and having it readily available, say, well, if I want a Krispy Kreme donut, I'm going to have to drive to the Krispy Kreme to get one. When we aren't deliberate and we say, we lie to ourselves that we're just going to grab something on the go, that we don't have time to eat healthy or that we don't have the money to eat healthy. When we lie to ourselves with that, we admit to being thoughtless. In other words, we're not being intentional. There's a big buzzword. Deliberate is not so much of a buzzword as is intentional. But imagine if you were intentional about your diet, if you were intentional about planning. You see, deliberate people, I believe, in this area are healthier and they're richer. Why? Because they're thoughtful. They plan ahead. They make more deliberate and therefore wiser food choices, so they're naturally going to be healthier and they're going to save money because they're not going to give in to the lie of convenience. Number two, let's talk about the mail. You know, snail mail. Did any of you guys get Christmas cards like at the end of January? (laughs) It was really fascinating with the mail this year with all of the, the shutdowns and the mail taking longer to get here. I'm very grateful to our mail carriers. I'm sure they had so much to handle during this pandemic, but I am digressing completely away from the point. Why does it matter that you're deliberate with your mail? Well, if you're anything like me, I am a procrastinator and avoider. Well, Admittedly, I have been in the past until I began to practice the act of being deliberate in multiple areas of my life, including the mail. My sister-in-law once told me years ago about a practice that she employed to be deliberate, although she didn't define it as such, to be deliberate with the mail. She had a one-touch policy. So she would get the mail. She would go through it in one sitting. If it was trash, it went in the trash. If it was a bill, it was paid right then and there on the spot. And if it was something that needed to be filed, it was filed. Now, I don't know if she still practices that or not, but do you see how being intentional about the mail prevents chaos, permits peace, invites us into structure and order? Are you that person who has a stack of mail with bills and junk mail and you you know, it's probably someplace near your near your entryway or maybe even in your kitchen where it all goes and you say, I'll deal with it later. Friends, that's not being deliberate. That's being thoughtless. That's being unmindful. This is a simple, simple thing for you to do. Change how you approach your mail. Have a place for everything. Make a plan for everything that you're going to get. And if you get a card in the mail or you get a gift in the mail and you need to write a thank you note, then maybe you have a thank you note space where that card goes. 
so that when it comes time to write your thank you note, you can get that done right away. Everything is organized. People who are deliberate with even their mail, they don't procrastinate and they don't avoid. And they don't get stuck with late charges because they forgot about something. Number three, driving. This is a huge one. You know, there's this whole new thing, driving while distracted. Um, Our phones actually can set us up for success. By the way, did you know, if you have an iPhone at least, I'm sure an Android has some function similar to this, but if you have an iPhone, you can put on do not disturb so that when you are driving, you don't get notifications. It's a feature that allows you to be deliberate with your driving. How many times have you given in to the lie that you're just so busy that you have to multitask that, oh, I'll do that while I'm driving to here, from here. I'll just check my social media really quick. Oh, I could probably reply while I'm at the stoplight or while I'm driving if I don't take my eyes off the road for too long. I'm guilty of it. But imagine how much more peace and enjoyment we could have If we were deliberate about driving, sure, we could turn on a podcast in the background, maybe listen to some of our favorite tunes, listen to the news, but keeping your eyes on the road, that's not just good for you. It's good for everybody. You are worth that. You are worth being deliberate about driving. You are worth not forgetting how you got from one place to the other because you were too frenetic dealing with your phone, dealing with a crisis at work dealing with a crisis at home. Friends, it can wait. Be deliberate and change the belief that being in the car driving is an opportunity for you to accomplish tasks. The only task there for you to accomplish is to drive. So when it comes to driving, deliberate people aren't frenetic. They're focused. Number four, connecting. Yep, connecting with other people, having, developing relationships. I bet you are intimately familiar with these two phrases. Hey, I've been meaning to call you or yeah, we should get together. What about being deliberate in your connections? So if you're replying to somebody's comment on Facebook or Instagram and they say, hey, yeah, we should get together, plan it right then and there. Be deliberate. In other words, mean What you say, act like what you just said is true. So many times we just give others lip service and give ourselves a pass at following through. And friends, when we aren't deliberate with connecting, our relationships suffer. People who are deliberate with their connections are more selective and they have deeper, more meaningful relationships. How does deliberateness in connection lead to being more selective? Well, because you're less likely to dump that phrase out there for everyone. Yeah, hey, I'd love to get together. Would you really? Do you really want to get together with that person? And it's not that maybe you don't like them, but each of us only has 24 hours in a day, 168 hours in a week. We've got to prioritize. So being deliberate asks you, Who do I want to connect with this week? What do I need to do to make that happen? And it makes you selective. Then when you're selective, guess what? You guessed it. Your circle grows smaller, not bigger. You see, your network doesn't have to be big. Your group of friends, your social network doesn't have to be large. 
for it to fulfill that need for connection. In fact, the larger your circle is, the less meaningful it is. Because the more distant everybody is, the less of you you have to pass around. Make that circle smaller. Be deliberate. Be selective. And then once you're selective, you can devote time. You can prioritize those relationships instead of dismissing them. You need that for your peace of mind, but so do the other people in your life. They need to know what to expect from you. And sometimes when we lie and give give ourselves a pass and say, well, maybe I'll try to call you, right? I'll try. I'll try to call you. You guys know what a pet peeve that is of mine. Look, either you will or you won't. So decide, commit, commit to it. Be deliberate with your connections and allow that sense of belonging to flourish in your life. Finally, number five, your thinking. Thinking is something you do every day, yes? Here's the practical application of being deliberate with your thinking. It's being deliberate about what you expect in each moment. Because what you expect to find is what will be found. So we have to learn to be deliberate, to prime our brains to expect something. If you're expecting your Monday to suck, it's going to. You're going to find what you've primed your brain to look for. You're going to disregard cues to the contrary. And you're going to be laser focused on finding those instances that confirm that this day does indeed suck. So in your life, do you want to have days that are awful? Do you want to have days where people just get on your nerves? Because you know they're going to get on your nerves. Do you want to have a day that's not fulfilling? Do you want to have a day that's depressing? Do you want to have a day that's filled with anxiety? Well, I'll tell you how to get there. Be deliberate about expecting it because then you'll find it. Conversely, do you want more peace in your life? Do you want opportunities for joy? Do you want to have fun every day of your life? Do you want to meet wonderful people? Do you want to believe that you have the power to love others? Do you want to believe that you are kind to others? Do you want to believe that others are kind to you? Believe that. Prime your brain. Be delivered about what you expect every moment that you step foot into this world, either virtually or in real life. Be deliberate about what you expect because what you expect will be found. All right, friends, those are five practical ways that you can be deliberate in your life every day to redeem the time to free yourself from wasting time, to give yourself a sense of accomplishment, of purpose, of fulfillment in even the mundane activities of the day, like eating, driving, and checking the mail. Tune in this Monday for a phenomenal interview where this time I'm interviewing two guests on the show, Eric Twiggs and Ted Fells of the 30 Minute Hour podcast. You're not going to want to miss that. Until then, friends, remember to speak truth over the lies and you will thrive in any and every circumstance.